Welcome back to the We Don't Know Football Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jackson. And normally I'm joined by my co-host, Colin. Uh, he's really busy today. Um, I've been busy too. You know, Thanksgiving weekend, we've been all over the place. So uh, it's just going to be me today. Uh, next time when these situations happen, we'll try to get a special guest on. But since it's kind of last minute, I'm just go ahead and go through some of the games that happened on Thanksgiving and get into... Um, Tomorrow's games on Sunday. So, uh, Thanksgiving started off with the Bills and Lions. Uh, Bills had to play back-to-back games in Detroit uh, because they weren't able to play at home last weekend against the Browns because of the snow in Buffalo. So, Bills came in with a W, winning 28-25. to uh, It was a hard-fart game by the Lions. Uh, unfortunately for them, uh, lost by three final Final uh, game-winning drive done by Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen threw an absolute strike in the middle of the field. The Diggs put him in field goal range, basically, and Tyler Bass nailed the game winner. Um, I first of all, I really like Dan Campbell. Despite them losing, Lions set at four and seven now. Dan Campbell's a really good coach. They were dealing with some injuries on defense. Uh, Deshaun Elliott got hurt in the middle of the game, and they were without Jeff Okuda, who's had a pretty solid year. And the Bills also potentially losing Vaughn Miller for maybe the season. Who knows? Uh, thankfully, it isn't an ACL tear. It is a knee injury, though. Um, he was supposed to get an MRI. I'm not sure what it has said. Again, been really busy. I don't know what the news is looking like with that, but hope for a speedy recovery for Vaughn Miller. He was arguably one of the best signings of free agency. He was uh, the quote-unquote closer that the Bills were looking for when it comes to that pass rush, so they got their guy, but unfortunately he's now hurt. Ed Oliver did step up and have a good game, though, so. Um, Bills now set at 8-3, and three, bearing what happens in the Miami game between them and Houston tomorrow. Bills are at top of the division but most likely they'll be tied with Miami because Miami is favored going into that Houston game. But NFL, you never know. Kyle Allen starting for Houston this week. We'll get into that a little later. But, um, I mean, the Bills, they, like I said, they're at 8-3, and three, but I don't know, man. They struggle against the Lions, which no offense to the Lions. They aren't the best team in the league by any means. So, I'm... I'm getting a little worried for the Bills. I'm getting a little worried. Now, like a game like that, I feel like the Bills should should dominate. But, you know, the Lions put up a pretty solid game plan against them. And, you know, Josh Allen had an okay game. But he just hasn't looked 100% like himself these past few weeks. He's not, he's not the Josh Allen we were expecting going into this year. I mean, he's he's not putting up bad numbers by any means, but, you know, we expected a little more. Uh, next, going into the Giants and Cowboys game. Cowboys end up winning 28-20. Uh, to 20. Cowboys lead the division. Eight and th- they're 8-3 now. Giants dropped to 7-4 after no, they dropped, what, two games in a row now? Maybe three. They dropped three games in a row, haven't they? Lost to Seattle. Uh... Those two last week, Detroit and now Dallas. 
So I don't. Yeah, I'm not 100. I wasn't 100 percent sure on the Lions even after their seven and one start. Uh, and definitely right now, I'm not a. I'm not a fan of the Giants by any means. They have not looked good these past few weeks. Now, most of the lead, I think it's it's a lot. It's a lot on Daniel Jones, and he doesn't have very many offensive weapons he's working with outside of Saquon. So, you know, it's hard to... And they're dealing with some injuries on the old line, so it's hard to bash the guy. But, again, this is National, National Football League. you got to find ways to win, and they weren't able to do that. I guess a division rival, that's a game you have to win, and they weren't able to do that. So, yeah, Giants now sit at 7-4. They're third in their division behind Dallas and Philadelphia. Washington now six and five. They're on a hot streak and they play Atlanta this week. So Commanders could very well be seven and five coming out of this week, and the Giants sitting at seven and four. So Giants may still find a way to finish last in that division. Who knows? But that's where the Cowboys. Micah Parsons really took over defensively. Uh, Zeke had a pretty good game. You know, I'm pretty sure I called him washed last podcast, which you know he still kind of is, but that's not his fault. Uh, Cowboys ran him into the dirt early in his career. But, look, Zeke looked a little more like Zeke yesterday. Not yesterday. Thanksgiving. Jeez. But, yeah, good game by Zeke. Um, yeah, Cowboys offense was solid. Solid this game. Uh, we saw, you know, Jake Ferguson had a crazy hurdle. That was cool to see. Dalton Schultz had two touchdowns. Uh, Dak loves to throw it to his tight end, specifically Schultz. So, that, that connection is going to be going to have to continue to be strong throughout the rest of the season and into the playoffs versus Cowboys team if this offense was continued to succeed. Also, C.D. Lamb, got to highlight him. He's been awesome. And potentially Dallas may be getting Odell as well. I think Odell, the number one spot for him is Dallas. Dallas seems like, I mean, it looks like they won him the most. It's hard to, you know, judge based off of what social media says because we're going off. I'm just going off of what. You know, Micah Parsons has said on Twitter, and I'm sure she, CD has shouted out Odell. Um, they're trying their best to get Odell um, to Dallas. They're doing doing the most to recruit him. But, you know, based off of that, it looks like Odell can most certainly be headed to Dallas. And he'll be paired up with CD, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, and then in the backfield, Zeke and Tony Pollard. So that Cowboys offense could... I mean, they're already looking good right now, and they came off a red-hot game against the Vikings, so this Cowboys offense is looking good. You had Odell in the mix, and I think Odell's at the point in his career. He showed it last year. He he knows he doesn't have to be the number one guy. He's there to win Super Bowl rings. So I think Odell would be a good fit for, for Dallas. Now heading off to the Patriots and Vikings game, uh, first of all, I want to give a huge shout-out to the refs. Uh, where they screwed over Hunter Henry on that one touchdown near the goal line. That was revenge for the Jesse James catch um, in 2017. So, yeah, big fuck you to the Patriots. Uh, karma finally caught up to you, except this game. I mean, this still was a pretty big game for the Patriots because if they win the game, they're 7-4 they're and four and only a game back behind the Bills and Dolphins. Again, that is depending on... Uh, how the Dolphins game ends up against Houston. But, yeah, now the Patriots sit at 6-5, and five and they're last in the division, I believe, because they are behind the Jets as well. So, a Jets team is starting Mike White this week. That's that's a whole another story in of itself. 
Um, but they'll be tied with the Jets if the Jets lose this week. Jets have to play Chicago. So, But Chicago looks like they're going to be without Justin Fields. Again, we'll get into that later. Um, yeah, Vikings. Uh, this was a, this game was a shootout, and I can't say I expected it. You know, anytime you see the Patriots um, playing, you think to yourself, okay, well, Belichick's going to put together a solid game plan, and at least defensively, and he's going to be able to contain whatever offense he's going up against. I thought... You know, they'd have a good game plan for Justin Jefferson. No, Justin Jefferson's so good, dude. He, when it comes to who is the number one wide receiver in football, who's the best receiver in football, I've, these past few weeks, I've been saying Tyree Kill. I'm going to still say Tyree Kill, but mm, I don't know, dude. Justin Jefferson's close. He's number two. He's definitely number two for me. He's, he's some, something else. He had a touchdown in this game. Um, Kirk. Kirk played all right. He had one interception. I was kind of like, what the hell are you doing, Kirk? But other than that, he found Thielen in the end zone, found Hawkins in the end zone. Um, the weapons for Vikings, they're they're looking good offensively. Um, as for the defense, you know, you let Mac Jones get like three or four touchdowns. I think it was three touchdown passes. You can't be can't be doing that. But And you also gave him 40 points the week prior. So, Vikings, they still, they got that defense. They need to figure out what's going on. But, you know, they still ended up with the dub. And they'll just have to continue taking it week by week. But right now they're 9-2. and two, um, And I'm not convinced that you could say that the best team in the NFC right now is Philadelphia. And I think a lot of people would say the second best or maybe the best is Minnesota. I'm not convinced they're top two. I think I'd, I'd put the 49ers over them. And maybe even the Cowboys. They may they may not be top four. They may not be top five. I don't know. Despite what their record says. That's just what I believe. But, like I said, got the dub. Uh, they'll definitely have the first seed. Not the first seed, but they'll have... They'll, they'll win their division. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, Packers have had a very lackluster year. Now sitting at four and seven. But let's go ahead and get into tomorrow's games. Um, we'll quickly go over these. Broncos and Panthers. Well, both these t- teams combined for six total wins. So if that lets you know anything, uh, if Denver can't win this game, then I I don't I don't know what to say. They they suck, and so do the Panthers. But you know, and in other news, Matt Rule, former coach of the Panthers, got a head coaching job at Nebraska uh, next next season. Can't can't say I'm too surprised uh, because of how desperate Nebraska is as a college football program, but, you know, is what it is. Uh, I, Denver's favored to win, rightfully so, I guess. I don't know. They both suck, like I said. Falcons and Washington. Uh, Falcons still have a chance to, you know, go ahead in their division, actually. Buccaneers sitting at 5-5. Five and five. Falcons sitting at 5-6. and six. They still haven't had their bye week yet. Uh, but the Commanders are on a hot streak. Uh, Taylor Heineke, he's balling right now, and so is their defense, and they're sitting at 6-5. and five. And home game for them, you know, uh, Commanders may come out with a W here. Um, and what I would assume is heading into their bye week after this week. Um, and so, yeah, that'd be really nice for the Commanders. We're going to see. This would be the game that if I had to choose an upset of the week, you know, this may be the one. Because the Falcons, Falcons, I don't, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Like, this this is this is how the NFL works. You just have a gut feeling. Like, the commanders are due for a loss. Taylor Heineke's a baller, but there's no way he, 
he's able to string out all these wins. He's going to lose one of these games, and I know you're probably thinking, oh, why would it, out of all teams to be, you know, this hot commander team, why would it be the Falcons? Look, that's how the NFL works sometimes, dude. You never know. Um, next game we have on here, Bengals and Titans, probably my game of the week. Uh, Cincinnati's favorite to win. I'd like to see the Titans win this game. Um, they are playing in Tennessee. Jamar Chase is out, as well as Joe Mixon. So two big hits to the Bengals' offense. Um, but, you know, Samaji P. Ryan played like he did last game where the Steelers made him look like a mixture of Walter Payton and fucking Barry Sanders, then he should be all right. But, look, Titans got him winning that game. Uh, Hill looked solid last week. You know, Vrabel's going to put up a nice game plan. Titans going to get the W here, I believe. Bears and Jets, going to be a battle of the backup QBs. Um, my, we got Mike White starting for the Jets after Zach Wilson, uh, you know, takes a lack of accountability and, you know, just sucked in the New England game. And he got benched, and rightfully so. He's been awful. Uh, Mike White starting for the Jets now. Surprised they're starting Mike White in favor of Joe Flacco. But, you know, it is what it is. Go whatever the Jets want to do. And then the Bears... Uh, Justin Fields dealing with a shoulder injury, which is really unfortunate because he's been balling out lately. Uh, but the three and eight Bears looks like they're going to be starting. Who is it? I'm blanking. I know that they signed Nathan Peterman off their practice squad, but he's not starting. It'll be Trevor Simeon. That's who. Uh, last time Trevor Simeon started a game, I don't know. No one fucking knows. And you know, we I don't expect a lot here. The Bears are going to have to do a complete 180 on their game plan because uh, Trevor Simeon, uh, safe to say, he cannot run like Justin Fields can. So, yeah, that I'm interested to see how the Bears approach this game, especially going up against a solid Jets defense. Buccaneers and Browns. Uh, Browns looks like this is going to be the last week uh, bearing any setbacks for Deshaun Watson in practice with Jacoby Brissett starting. Um, Deshaun Watson should be back. Uh, no more massages for him, apparently, but Buccaneers, 5-5, five and five, coming off the bye week after beating Seattle and Germany. You know, second, I think this is where Tom Brady's going to turn it up. Leonard Fournette is out, but Rashad White showed that he could be a he could be a capable back. So I think the Buccaneers should, should handle this game pretty swimmingly. Um, they are away, though, so you never know. Ravens in Jacksonville, uh, I mean, I, Trevor Lawrence going to be hard for him to go up against that solid Baltimore defense they have a really good run D and it's Jaguars offense already struggles as it is and if it's if you can't get your team going on on the ground then it's going to be it's going to be rough uh having uh Trevor Lawrence go up against that Baltimore pass rush as long as well as their good secondary I believe Marcus Williams is going to be back for them as well so you know, Baltimore favored to win that game, rightfully so. Houston and Miami, uh, like I said, with Houston, Kyle Allen, former Commanders and Panthers quarterback, starting after benching Davis Mills. Uh, sad to say the Davis Mills experiment has not worked out for the Texans. Uh, don't be surprised when they draft a quarterback this upcoming draft. Uh, I would, I would guess C.J. Stroud, who actually just took a big loss against Michigan today, but. Uh, 100% of it wasn't on Stroud, I'll say. But what Stroud does need to fix is his body language. He has some of the worst body language out of anybody in college football. But I won't be surprised if he's a Houston Texan next season. 
But with that being said, the 1-8-1 and one Texans uh, have a tough task going up against the 7-3 Dolphins team uh, where Tua will be starting again. Of course, he is healthy. And he has been undefeated in every start this season. And he's, he's done a good job uh, hitting his weapons. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, they've been an awesome one-two punch. They picked up Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson's the number one guy in Miami in the backfield now, pure runner, and he's been killing it for them. Um, and the offense just for Miami's firing on all cylinders, and as for their defense, you know, they got some guys there. Uh, the Bradley Chubb pickup's been nice. They've been able to get more pressure. He's gotten a sack here and there already for them. And obviously it's secondary. You got Xavier Howard, Javon Holland. Look, Dolphins are sol- got a solid roster going on right now. Um, they definitely have a chance to win uh, their division. Uh, you, I think they really only got to worry about beating Buffalo, and I believe they got to see them one more time this year. So that's going to be a big game uh, that will be played in Buffalo, assuming, you know, it doesn't snow like it's, you know, Frosty the fucking snowman. So, yeah, I think Miami should should be able to handle this game in Houston. But, you know, you never know. You're going up against a Houston team who's starting a new quarterback. Uh, how does that affect, affect the game plan for both sides? You never know. Look, this is the NFL. Anything can happen, even though the Texans roster is, isn't the best. They're still an NFL football team, and I think Lovey Smith's a solid coach. So that's what I got for that. Chargers and Cardinals, uh, two lackluster teams, though, to say the least. Both have not met a whole lot of expectations. I believe Kyler Murray should be back. Hollywood Brown may be back this week as well for the Cardinals. Uh, as for the Chargers, Mike Williams is out. Uh, Chargers are favored to win. Uh, I like... You know, I like the Chargers here as well. Um, however, you know, Cardinals, it is home game. You get Kyler Murray back, you're getting uh, Hollywood Brown back, and the Chargers, they just they just haven't been good. They, they Like I said, sitting at 5-5, five five, um, they've been, you know, poor to say the least. They haven't met expectations. And I said it before on uh, episodes, I don't like the way that Chargers offenses ran. Uh, they don't let Justin Herbert play to his strengths, but, you know, Brandon Staley's a bad, well, he's a not not the best head coach, I'll say that. Uh, but Chargers, you know, they are going up against a Cardinals team that hasn't performed very well uh, this season either, so I wouldn't be surprised if they get the W here. Raiders and Seahawks, uh, I know Colin would say the Seahawks will win here, obviously, because he's a Seahawks fan. I, I would have to agree with him. That's just what I assume he'd say. Um, and then he'd probably go... Um, Talk about how, I don't know, Tariq Woolen's going to have two interceptions. But, you know, that's a that's a valid prediction considering the Raiders are ass sitting at 3-7. and seven, uh, They kind of suck. That's that's all I got. Um, yeah, I hate the Raiders, so <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk about them. In all honesty, go, go Seahawks. Saints and Niners. You know, Saints, uh, they're sitting at 4-7. and seven, And they've been poor. And they haven't met expectations as well. James Winston's been benched in favor of Andy Dalton. Has that been working out? I don't fucking know. Doesn't look like it. The record, you, you know, you guys are four and seven. 49ers, uh, every, their team's basically all healthy. You know, that offense is crazy with CMC, Ayuk, and uh, Debo, and George Kittle, of course, and the defense with, you know, Fred Warner, Traverius Ward, who's proven to be one of the better corners in the game, uh, I believe. You know, Hufanga's been a hidden gem for them. You know, solid. All around defensively, this 49ers team, I really like them. Uh, even though they're 6-4, and four, I think they're better than what their record states. Um, I think they'll be able to handle the Saints at home. Rams and Chiefs, you know, if you told me about this matchup at the beginning of the season, I'd be like, hell yeah, this is going to be awesome. Well, if you would have told me the Rams are now sitting at 3-7, and seven, then I'd be like, wow, you're smoking. Well, 
you wouldn't have been because now the Rams sit at three and seven. They're going in the Kansas City um, with Bryce Perkins, former Virginia Tech quarterback, I believe. He was was the third string uh, coming into the season behind Stafford and uh, Wolford. But with both Stafford and Wolford hurt, you got to go to Bryce Perkins. So Bryce Perkins is going to begin the start. Also without Cooper Cup, of course, who's on injured reserve, going up against the Chiefs team that Patrick Mahomes is playing like an MVP level. He's having an MVP level like season, um, and I think he probably will end up winning MVP. You know, this Chiefs team, they're just they're great. They they're great, and they're going to continue to be great as long as Patrick Mahomes is. You know. Is playing and Andy Reid doesn't have a heart attack after eating one too many cheeseburgers. They should be fine. Uh, Rams are going to get smoked most likely, but you never know. Maybe Bryce Perkins pops off this game. Doubt it. But wishing him the best of luck. Uh, first career start for Bryce Perkins. Unfortunately, he has to be up against the Chiefs. So, but best of luck to him. Packers and Eagles. Um, also, if you would have told me about this game at the beginning of the season, I'd be like, hell yeah, this is awesome. But, you know, Packers sitting at 4-7. and seven. Eagles are at 9-1. Um, this game's being played in Philadelphia. Um, you know, Packers, they were able to pull up a win against the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. I think Matt LaFleur will have a solid game plan. And the Eagles have showed these past two weeks, even though they won against the Colts last week, you know, they – they their run defense is their weakness. It, it really is. They signed Linval Joseph and the Tumpkin suit, but that that's not enough. Um, so you know you get Aaron Jones going. You set up some play action for Aaron Rodgers. You know they lost to the Titans last week. He's been dealing with that thumb injury. That's what he blames some of those missed throws on. Look, he's building a good connection with Christian Watson. Um, you got Randall Cobb back. He played last week. You know, never say never for a Packers win here. I mean, Eagles, they, they've been vulnerable, I guess you can say, these past few weeks. And the Packers, even like I said, even though they're 4-7, and seven, look, you don't count out Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> As for Monday night's shit fest, we have the Steelers going into Indianapolis. Um, I, as a Steelers fan, uh, disappointment is an understatement. We suck. But, you know, what can, what can you do about it? Matt Canada's a bitch. He doesn't know how to call plays. Um, I don't, I don't want to talk about this miserable team. But as for the Colts, Jeff Saturday, interim head coach, 1-1 one one heading into this game. Um, I, I, these are like two of the worst offenses in the league, so there's not a whole lot to talk about. Coming into this game, Indianapolis is favored to win. Obviously, as a Steelers fan, I'm going to say no. Vegas, you're wrong. Uh, we're going to take the W here, go to 4-7. and seven. And The Colts will go to 4-7-1, and one, heading into their bye week. At least I did soon as their bye week. Um, like, damn, you guys have played 11 games. You need a break. But, yeah, not a whole lot to talk about this game. Uh, both teams are, I guess, technically still in the hunt for the playoffs. Um, maybe not so much the Steelers, but I know the Colts are for the most part. Steelers still definitely have a chance. They could win out the season, be 10-7. and seven. I mean, the Colts could win out their season as well. And But, you know, I highly doubt either of those things happen. So, yeah, kind of, kind of a crappy game to have on Monday night. But, you know, past history has shown that the Steelers kind of dominate the Colts on Monday night. But that is when Ben Roethlisberger is playing, so... 
Who knows? But yeah, that's that's all the games for this upcoming week. And yeah, that's all I got. We'll keep keeping it short. Um, you could probably tell I was uh, unprepared for this. Uh, I just got back home. Uh, we're back in Pittsburgh, and been kind of all over the place. Um, but look, we'll we'll get more a little more consistent with these. And like I said, if Colin ever has to miss an episode again, um, I'll try to get try to get a special guest on here. Um, so it's not just me talking, even though I'm sure you love listening to my lovely voice. But, you know, it is what it is. We'll be a little more prepared next time. Um, but, yep, yeah, that's all I got. We're going to see how these games go on Sunday. And, yeah, we'll see you guys Wednesday.